Hello, welcome to Easy Pocket, and today's co-host is Christina. And today we will talk about financial education system and compare uh, each system uh, between the state and uh, South Korea. Um, actually, be maybe because of pandemic, uh, I think it is really hard to earn money from uh, fixed income, which means my job. Uh, many people became become unemployed and maintaining their job position is uh, pretty hard. So uh, most of the people, which means uh, new investors have lots of interest in investing stocks or bonds uh, to, earn, uh, to earn money without labor. However, uh, this situation is a little bit too high and that makes financial markets more bigger and bigger but in um, but in but in other perspective this situation may may be become uh, may be make um, um, uh, this situation may make lots of um, side effects for example investing without knowledge and investing without analysis uh, makes make financial financial market more uh, more corrupted. To prevent this situation, financial education is uh, really important. So in South Korea, uh, we uh, we have financial education system from government. The uh, the financial supervisory service run, run, runs a financial a financial education center. It has diverse courses by age, and it is not mandatory, but some educational institutions like um, elementary school or a university participate in this program for students. And, and also, uh, it has various contents like board games, workbooks, and videos, and um, e-learning systems. Even though your institution doesn't participate in the courses, you can use those contents and courses using the website. And the, uh, the biggest advantage of this program is that even though you are not a student, you can, uh, even though you're not a student, uh, you, you, your, your company use these courses for employees. Um, for using this system, many big companies like Samsung or LG um, ed educate their employees through these courses. And the second advantage of this system is that it is not that difficult. Um, um, most of courses are composed with lots of videos and uh, conversations. So understanding financial system and uh, market is not that difficult using uh, this program. But however, it is not a mandatory. So, um, so uh, uh, many people don't know how to use or, or even they don't know uh, that the program is, uh, exists. So there are lots of 
people who cannot use or don't use this program, even though it is really good for them. So many, um, many investors and experts of, of finance continuously, continuously insist to make this program mandatory for um, elementary school students and junior high or high school students. Without this, uh, without this financial education, after people be, uh, after pe people invest in the financial market without education, uh, financial market becomes corrupted and uh, many bubbles are in the market because of uneducated financial investors come into the market. This makes lots of uh, social and financial problems. For example, if people, if people without uh, financial education invest in the market, they don't know how to analyze the company that they invest and they don't know how to compose their portfolio um, professionally. So they usually follow, uh, they usually usually follow some kind of trend of the financial market. For example, in South Korea, Samsung is the biggest company and it has lots of potential to become bigger company. This is the fact, but, uh, but most of people investing in Samsung don't know what what the what potential that some Samsung has, and how can, how Samsung can grow bigger, and and how Samsung can uh, operate their business in the future, they just have lots of belief of the Samsung and CEO of Samsung. So um, this is a little bit funny story that. People who invest in Samsung nowadays um, says, say, oh, we believe Samsung and CEO of Samsung, oh, and um, CEO of Samsung is like a god. And so, so if, if we believe them, if we believe Samsung and the stock price of Samsung will be increased. But this is not a professional and financial analysis. This is just a belief. This kind of trend make financial uh, financial system corrupted mm -hmm. and in may, maybe investor can lose their money from this trend. However, but in my opinion, through financial education system, they they know they, they can learn how to analyze their portfolio and stock or um, financial instrument and the company after those analysis they can compose portfolio more uh, safely i think th this kind of step is uh, is necessary but in in korea like I said, financial education is not a mandatory system. So um, I hope this system become uh, mandatory for uh, many teenagers or um, um, uh, uh, students like in university or college. And I wonder 
what what kind of financial education system is in the state? Christina, uh, would you please? Yeah. So um, the financial education system within the United States, like the public school systems. And when we're talking about financial financial education within like those systems, it's really more so about personal finance um, and talking about like, you know, maybe how to balance your checkbook, pay your bills, how to do tax kind of, I know where the education portion comes from. Um, I know that it's not mandated in, I think, a lot of states. I know for sure there's no personal finance standard or requirement in a public school. I think it's in like Alaska, California, Montana, New Mexico, and Wyoming. They have like no um, standardization or um, requirement for it. I know in Ohio, like when I was in high school, there was a class offered for personal finance, but it wasn't required and I didn't take it. Um, but it was mostly because I didn't think my schedule allowed for it. But um, we also had like options of, you know, um, study halls and stuff like that. So you could, you know, use your time wisely and get homework done. Um, so I think it's really interesting because we don't have like this requirement. And unless you take an interest in finance, then you're really not going to learn anything about it. And I think that it's super important because, you know, when we're just talking about, again, like those kind of core things that I talked about earlier, like, you know, you know how to do your taxes, or for example, a lot of students in the U.S. are going on to college and we have something called FAFSA, which is financial aid. It's federal financial aid um, because college is really expensive yeah. <laughs> in the state. Um, so, you know, um, when people are applying for that, like they have to fill out this form, but no one knows how to fill it out. Like it's seriously so complicated. The language surrounding it is complicated. Um, so like having that type of specific or tailored, um, financial education would be super beneficial to students. Um, and I really liked what you were saying earlier though about how in South Korea like you think that it'd be um like really beneficial to have more financial education focused on investment uh because that's something that I know we don't like I know and again in the states we don't focus on either like we don't actually focus on financial investment and how to um really participate in the market and I think that especially with current events in the United States right now um, that would be really beneficial for a lot of American people uh, to learn that. But when we're talking about just like the financial literacy of your average American, um, if I may speak, I guess, for every person, which is a joke, but you know, um, they, I would say that our financial literacy rates are not like super high. Um, and I know I've had discussions with people kind of surrounding this idea of having more financial literacy classes in high school because it's kind of seen as all right like you're tra you're going through a transition at this point because um, there's a lot of people who you know may go to college they may not and there's also a lot of like oftentimes kids you know are required to take certain math courses right 
but um, there's like this debate right now, whether or not having like or teaching calculus in high school is really beneficial compared to teaching, you know, financial like literacy and having that financial education for students. Um, because like, that's something that they use in real life and it's super important. And like a lot of people think it would, you know, better society if you have that, because you then understand like how every, like that works, but it also gives you agency to do what you want with your life. And that's super important. So I think like, there's definitely a great discussion about, especially within the public school system about whether or not there should be mandated uh, financial education and if we should even have certain math courses, but that's still a work in progress. Yes. Um, actually, in uh, when I was in uh, university, I, I, I was really interested in uh, financial education and financial illiteracy. So uh, my friends and I tried to make an application for financial education system. And okay. yeah, and we, uh, um, before we, uh, before we uh, made the, made the, uh, made the application, uh, we did a survey about how uh, about people about people who who know well about financial system and who don't know well about financial system. Uh, the the most interesting point of, of the survey is that even though they are a university student, most of them don't know how to invest in the financial market, or even they don't know how 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 to make uh, make their bank account or make a deposit account. Mm -hmm. And some of them don't know which 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 market is for uh, stock and which market is for bonds. And yeah. some of them don't know. Uh, the basic financial and economic um, knowledge like uh, demand and supply and or uh, price movement. I was really shocked because my major is finance. So at that time, I, I, I thought every university student knows about uh, basic finance, finance but, but the survey says that they don't know that means um, that means um, that, that uh, but that doesn't mean that they don't have any interest in financial financial market. That mm -hmm. survey means that they don't have any opportunity to learn or access to the uh, financial education. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, so and uh, like I said, in Korea, uh, the financial supervisor service. Uh, runs the financial education, but mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, but access to that education center is a little bit difficult because uh, most of people don't know the existence of this center and they don't know how to use the system. So um, my my friends and I asked asked my uh, pr professor that. Um, uh, pro, uh, asked the professor about the effect that uh, if effect of a financial education application, and he said uh, this may have lots of access uh, access potential, 
but um, but the programs, I, I mean, the contents of the program is uh, ha has to has to be uh, qualified from lots of financial ex experts. But most of financial experts in Korea are in are in uh, uh, big big companies for uh, like like a financial companies or um, uh, lots of uh, a large size company. Mm -hmm. uh, I think this this means that uh, financial education experts are uh, are not in the government agency. So because of that, the financial education system cannot be uh, mandated. Um, and and um, if the government or um, a financial authority um, try try to make this system um, mandatory, like for example, maybe they they can run this system by a, a front of uh, in in the uh, uh, financial authorities or government, mm -hmm. then um, then this kind of process can make can make lots of influence to um, to to people who don't know about financial system. And uh, and nowadays, lots of people try to invest in the stock markets, but they don't know how to analyze and they don't know how to choose the right stock or company. And through, through the education, uh, they can learn how to, um, how to forecast the future of the company or the, st or the stock and, uh, and, and starting from this, they can uh, they can expand their financial uh, financial account, which means they can they uh, they can make their own financial path for their future life. Um, I know using stock in the, uh, in their investment portfolio is uh, is the easiest way to invest, but there are lots of financial instruments that people can use, like insurance or pension, um, bones. There are lots of things, but stock is the the, the easiest way. So, so people always invest in the stock. But that is really dangerous invest. Uh, that, that is really dangerous investment. So they have to. Uh, diversify their portfolio using a uh, deposit or uh, in, uh, insurance or pension, but they don't know about that. So that kind of education content is necessary in the financial education system. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I, I am, I'm, I'm wondering that uh, in the state there, there's 41k, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, and I wonder that. How many people know about 41k and how many people use that um, system? Ooh, uh, <laughs> it's a great I, I question. Mean, that's not a specific number, just a... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, genuinely, it's a good question because, like, I 
I think it's something that like you end up thinking about it. It's kind of hard because I think it really depends upon like you had talked, you talked about something really important earlier about the access to education and the access to this information and not everyone has that access. So um, I think that if you work for an employer that has that option, you have a higher chance of knowing about a 401k. Um, so I would say like, at least in the States, it's maybe like, I, I really can't even tell you, maybe like 50, 50, because like, I know for me, like <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know about this literally until, um, like I knew like there was such a thing as retirement and that you needed to put away money, yeah. you know, but I didn't know that there were specific like bank accounts until I was about to graduate college. And um, literally one of my best friends, uh, their parents <laughs> gave me a book. They were just oh. like, you, you should read this. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I was like, I was super thankful because I didn't know, you know, anything. Um, but I think that it's truly a big issue though, because um, it really depends upon, I think, like like what opportunities you have and like, you know, again, the types of privileges that you have, because like there are people, you know, who just don't have this access to this information and knowledge. And it's super important, like you had talked about, especially when we're talking about um, like a really big issue in the States is college slash university debt like it's major yeah. you know like I have lots of debt that I'm gonna have to pay back <laughs> unfortunately yeah but um like knowing how to manage that debt knowing how to take out certain loans you know is super important and kind of going beyond that though like knowing how to properly invest your money now especially when you're talking about like the aging population a lot of people kind of don't know that when you're young, you really need to start saving your money and like putting it away. And um, again, also just investing it, for example, like in a 401k. Yeah. It's something that I've learned recently, um, especially with working with um, older adults, because even older adults in the United States, like there is still a huge issue with uh, financial illiteracy. And we have, um, like you were talking about how there's like a specific, like, educational system, like financial educational, like, um, I don't want to say system, but like board essentially. Um, whereas I know in the States, we have a bunch of different private, um, like persons or private entities, uh, companies that will, um, like their purpose is to provide financial literacy, like trainings and financial education trainings to older adults. So I think that's something called like TIAA mm. and they really work with like, you know, older adults on how to, you know, um, like just even invest their own money and stuff like that. And it's just, I don't know, I think it's interesting because you think like by the time you get to that age, you feel like you're not going to have to worry about those things, but it truly is a big, you know, concern because when you had um, a lot of these older adults, you know, they were paying into social security, but you know, maybe they were only making enough to like kind of get by and do their part. And then they paid into social security and now they're living off of it, but it's not enough. Mm. It, they, so a lot of people are still having to go back to work, but if they would have had this education possibly and other supports in place, because you know, you have to have 
there's a lot of other issues with like those things, but this is just one. Um, if there were other supports in place, but this being one of them, I think then the people could have properly had the opportunity to invest their money, whereas they didn't. So I think there's a huge strive and a huge, there's a huge opportunity for better financial, you know, literacy within the States in that regard. That was a very roundabout answer to what you asked me. Yeah. I <laughs> was like very long. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. Um, yes. Um, in, in Korea, uh, most of companies have a pension plan for employees, but, uh, when, when I heard from my friends about their pension plan, they don't know what pension plan they are participated. And, and after they, after they told me about their pension pension plan, I thought, why, why the comp, why, why did the company, uh, I, I mean, why the company didn't allow them to know about their pension plans. I mean, mm. when the when the company um, when the company introduced their pension plan to the employee, they just said, "This is our pension plan, and you have to participate in." But they have to they they have to teach uh, teach the the employees about their pension plan and how to operate or how to um how to manage their plans using their program but they don't know and i think even the company doesn't know about that pension plan well because the financial education system is not that good for the companies and employees so maybe through the financial education both both of uh, companies and employees can manage their pension plans or uh, insurance plans and operate their um, operate their financial accounts more easily and effectively so um, um, so um, financial education system system must become a mandatory education course during the teenager and maybe in college yeah that would be wonderful especially because when we're talking about insurance I don't know about Korea, but insurance in the States is literally the most complicated and complex system I've ever seen in my life. And I don't understand it. Most people don't understand it. Like you mm -hmm. truly need to have like some, some like formal education to understand insurance because there's so many different qualifications yeah. for you um, that are like in place, just like I don't know, like, like what there's like all these different types of co-pays because you're always paying for something. And like, there's just different levels and like requirements for you to get certain procedures and things done. And if you don't meet these requirements and you can't get this paid for, and it's absolutely a mess. So it would be really nice to have some education, like, you know, on just insurance, literally on insurance in general. I mean, it'd be really nice if we had more of an insurance reform but that's another discussion for another day <laughs> so yeah but no so, that's true it really should be mandated like yeah. financial really should be mandated because it's super important yes um so um uh you said about um uh insurance system in the state and um 
um, I, I think this is the most uh, great thing in Korea. Of the, uh, um, healthcare insurance in, in here is actually, it, it is really good. And as, as, as a Korean, I can feel in my skin, really. Mm -hmm. So um, maybe we can talk about our healthcare system between uh, uh, compa compa compared to healthcare system between the States and South Korea in the next session. I would definitely love to do that. You're gonna, it's gonna be a wild ride because the healthcare system in the United States is just, it's a lot. It's a lot, <laughs> a lot I think you lot. have lots of things to talk. <laughs> That's um, it's definitely a contentious topic within the U.S. right now. There's a lot going on. Well, there's just a lot going on in the states right now in general. But like, <laughs> um, the healthcare system has been like healthcare has been an issue honestly for as long as I can remember. Like, I even remember in like, what was it like in elementary school going into middle school because they would have like the sometimes we would get to like watch TV. Yeah. Um, put the news on so nothing that any of the kids wanted to watch but they put the news on and we would sit there and I just remember hearing about like all the debates on healthcare, and I was just like you know I didn't understand when you know when I was like 10 I didn't understand yeah. what was going on. but like even now I feel like my understanding of everything that's happening has like increased by a very marginal amount so it's it's definitely though been a, an issue for a really long time yeah. and considering the divisiveness within the political parties right now it's uh it's a big topic and i think that we'll have a lot to talk about next week <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's great <laughs> yeah so um today we well, we talked about uh financial education system of the states and south korea um i think the situation is a uh, very similar to each of country because the, the education is not a mandatory and because of that there are lots of side effects in the financial market and people who want to manage their account. So um, I hope uh, listeners uh, get lots of help from our, our uh, today episode about uh, financial education and and next week we will talk about uh, healthcare healthcare system of South Korea and the state, and that that might be a lots of discussion between us and maybe um, among listeners. Yeah, yeah. For sure. yeah. So um, I hope this time is also really helpful for uh, listeners, and we will we will meet uh, in the next week. So. Thank you for listening today and thank you Christina for uh, help me. Yeah, so um have, have a good week and see you on the next week. <laughs>